Hi, welcome to Love Faith Talkers. We are here to talk about the topics that matter to real life Christians just like you. Topics like anxiety, fitness, loneliness in church, Christians in the workplace, depression, and even food. We interview psychologists, preachers, businessmen, and businesswomen, and people just like you. We're here to help you find the hope, inspiration, and courage you need to live your life the way God intends. As an empowered, thriving Christian. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Love Faith Tacos. If you're a returning listener, we're really grateful that you decided to tune back in. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining us. Uh, We are going to be doing a bonus episode of Ask the Pest Tech this week, because as you can hear from my voice, I'm struggling with allergies and Nikki's also struggling with allergies. It's just that her struggles are a little more struggling than my struggles. And it made sense to, to do what we're going to be talking about now, because we just did a trip review on San Diego. So if you're thinking of taking a trip to San Diego, you've never been there and you're thinking, what are the kind of places I should eat? What should I look to order? Is there any place I should avoid? Check it out. We talk about the places we ate, what we liked, what we didn't. Honestly, most of it we liked, the vast majority of it we liked, and we also kind of give some insights about uh, where to stay while we're there. But when talking about traveling, I always, as a pest technician, I mean like almost 100% of the time, get asked the question, hey, how do I avoid bringing bed bugs home? Or aren't you worried about bed bugs? And this is a very common topic to get asked, so it's not really shocking. And honestly, it's perfectly relevant because bed bugs are a real honest pain. And just as a way of uh, getting into this, there's some prerequisite information you need to understand about talking about bed bugs. Firstly, I worked in the hospitality industry for over a year in two different hotels. That's very, very important because I have that perspective as someone who's actually been on that side of bed bugs. And yes, the hotel we were in did once or twice have issues with bed bugs. What really needs to be remembered is that Hotels and motels take bed bugs very, very seriously, as they should. I mean, people are always all up in arms about, oh my word, but what if they have bed bugs? Trust me, they are way more worried about them having bed bugs than you are. Why? Because they have a vested interest in making sure that there are no bed bugs in their hotel rooms. Yelp, anybody? Google reviews? Are you going to stay in a hotel where you find a review, especially a recent one that said there were bed bugs there? No, you're not. I know I wouldn't. So obviously, they are going to be taking precautions both uh, up front and also have reactive strategies if bed bugs do become an issue. So you need to understand that just because you can get bed bugs at a hotel and a motel doesn't mean that you need to be running around with your anxiety level at a 10 that you're going to be coming home with uh, little biters on your heels. Uh, That's not necessarily something you need to worry about. Now, the other thing that you need to understand is my experience regarding bed bugs. Believe it or not, from what I've observed, most of the technicians I've run into over the years, uh, pest control technicians, don't really have any experience with bed bugs because they're not supposed to. Uh, Their experience kind of mirrors what mine was at my first company, which was basically if I went to a door to perform a a monthly or a quarterly or a bi-monthly pest service, and uh, the customer said, hey, I want to talk to you about something. I said, sure, what is it? And they'd say, we think we have bed bugs. Reaction one, take two steps back, make the sign of the cross and say, be gone, pagan. That's how I felt like being. But uh, literally what we had to do 
was we had to look at them and say, just to let you know, we unfortunately can't tell you anything about bed bugs. We don't know anything about bed bugs. What we need you to do is call the office and talk to our supervisors. And then the supervisors would take care of it. That is a very common reaction for a lot of pest control technicians, especially in the larger chains, uh, when it comes to dealing with bed bugs. Now, I'm not saying that uniformly across the board, it's not that way. And realistically, it's, I'm just saying it's not like whenever, for example, every pest control technician knows how to handle ants or cockroaches, that's normal, but they may not all know about bed bugs. I've had experience with multiple companies who dealt with bed bugs. One of my companies I worked with, uh, the first one that I worked with, not overall, but that dealt with bed bugs, taught me how to treat them chemically and some of the things you can do about that. And no, we won't be talking about that here today because that's not the purpose of this. And then another one taught me about heat treats and about tenting. Uh, tenting, really, I learned more about it at the third company that I worked with who did it even though I sold heat treats and helped perform heat treats. The only one I've not personally performed was tenting because that's a completely different type of service. And uh, you have to have a whole different licensure for that in most states. Definitely was true in the state of California where I did most of my uh, pest control work. So I just want you to know that where I'm coming from, I actually know what bed bugs look like. I have been able to uh, do inspections for bed bugs. I've been able to verify bed bugs presences before I worked in the hotel industry. I know what it's like. I understand it from both ends of the coin. So having said that, let's talk about if you're getting ready to go on a trip, you know, what do we need to know about bed bugs? Well, let's start by dispelling some myths. All right. We got to get that out of the way. Okay. So here's the first bed bug myth. I constantly am told I'm clean. How could I get bed bugs? Well, I got bad news for you. They're not cockroaches. They're bed bugs. They don't care about how clean you are. Bed bugs care about one thing and one thing only. You know what that one thing is? Blood. If you have blood, they want it. They don't care if they have to crawl over a, a Reese's wrapper to get it. They just want your blood. So unfortunately, how clean you are or how dirty you are has no bearing on whether or not you will get bed bugs. Here's a second myth. People say, I heard they're really determined and will even drop off of a ceiling to get you. Like they're these little vampires or something. No, they don't. They're, they're not that strategic. Yes, they hide, but they're not going to try to get you at any method under the sun. And there's nothing you can do to get away from them. Cue the evil laugh right now, please. <laughs> they are not going to be that way. Third myth that I get told. Uh, I said, hey, I put a bed bug proof mattress protector on my bed. I'm good, right? No, you're not. There's a lot of places that bed bugs can hide, not just in the mattress. The mattress is one place. It's the most common place they can hide. Actually, it's not the most common. It's one of the most common places they can hide. But just because you put a, a bed bug proof mattress protector on the mattress doesn't mean that you can't have bed bugs. That just means that whenever I come in to do an inspection in your house, I have one less place to check. There's still a lot of other places they could be. Here's another myth. People will say you can tell a bed bug bit you by looking at the bite. No, you cannot look at a bite and determine what bit you. Now, it's kind of true in the sense that you can see the kind of bite and tell if it's something a bed bug would do because you need to understand that bed bugs aren't like mosquitoes or spiders. They, they don't pierce and suck. They rip open. But a lot of insects do that. So if you look down and it looks like a mosquito bit you, yeah, you're right. That wasn't a bed bug. But you can't look at an open, uh, like an open bite wound and go, I definitely have bed bugs. No, you, you can't identify it that way. So you need, if you do have that, it doesn't mean you have them. It doesn't mean you don't have them. You need to call a professional for an inspection. 
Here's the next question or myth I, I, I get to. You can only get bed bugs from hotels and motels. No, that's absolutely ludicrous. Um, you can get them from hotels and motels for sure. It's the most common place to get them from. You can also get them from an infested car. That's right. You take a you take a ride with one of your friends and he's got them and they're in the car. Yep, that's right. They get on you there. Movie theaters, it's possible. Libraries, sure. Literally anywhere humans stay in a static position for long periods of time. That means you're lying down, you're sitting there just for long periods of time. That's what they like. They like you to not be moving. As long as you're not moving and a lot of humans move in and out of that area or it's the same human constantly coming back to that place, they love it. That's why they're called bed bugs. We're in that thing longer than any other place. They like couches. They like chairs. Any place we're going to be for a while. So I just want to dispel those myths and get them out of the way. So now that I have you thoroughly and horrifically terrified over bed bugs, let's start talking about your trip. Because seriously, you should be able to take a trip and, and not worry about it. I took a trip and Nikki will tell you, hey, when we get to hotels, I have to perform an inspection. If I don't perform an inspection, she's not going to relax. But once I do, she does. So here's what you need to know. First of all, before you travel, you can buy luggage that self-heats to kill bed bugs. It's out there. It's not cheap, but you can get it if you're really, really concerned about it. That's a viable option. And honestly, from what I've seen, it works. I've never personally used it. But theoretically, the science behind it, I don't see a reason why it wouldn't work. So if that's how you feel, do that. But even if you do that, you're still going to need the second thing. You need to buy a good tactical flashlight. You say, what's a tactical flashlight? I'm telling you, your iPhone flashlight's really not strong enough. You need, and, and by the way, tactical flashlights can go through airport security. Mine does all the time. Um, I detest any flashlight that runs on triple A's. Expect that thing to die in no time flat. If it doesn't at least minimally run on double A's, which is what most of mine run on, it's not worth it. You also don't need the mag light. You don't have to have C-cell, D-cell battery flashlights for this to work. I just get these little compact flashlights. I think mine is currently from a company called Coast. 511 Tactical sells some. I personally don't like a flashlight that's under 300 lumens. You say, what's what's a lumen? Uh, 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 that, that sounds weird. A lumen is just the way that they measure light. I don't like a flashlight under 300 lumens because I want a lot of brightness. Um, and most of them will have settings that allow you to dial it back, but you're going to need a good flashlight to perform uh, a little cursory inspection. And no, don't worry, you're not going to need to be doing it the way a pest control technician would do it, and I'll explain the difference later. But before you travel, you can look at getting that suitcase, and you definitely should pick up at least one good little tactical flashlight with a fresh pair of batteries so it's nice and bright. So what do you do when you get to the hotel? This is very, very important. If you're at all paranoid about bed bugs, which really you don't need to be, I'm telling you, the hotel is going to be very, very concerned about bed bugs. But if you feel the extra paranoia, immediately place your luggage in the bathroom. That's right. Put it in the bathroom. Preferably the tub if you can. You say, why on earth am I putting it in the bathroom? Well, remember what we said about where bed bugs like to feed from? Where humans are static for long periods of time. And I know somebody out there saying, yeah, you don't know my husband. When he doesn't want to do the chores in the house, he's static in there for long periods of time. <laughs> okay. That's the exception, not the rule. In hotels, people don't go to hotels to camp in the john. They use the room and they leave, but they don't spend a lot of time in the bathroom. They definitely don't spend a ton of time in the shower, and the shower is an inhospitable environment with the water anyway. There's not a lot of good hiding places. So if you're really concerned about it, the first place you do you put them is in the bathroom. Then you need to pull out that tactical flashlight, and you need to do some checking. So what are you looking for? You're looking for husks. You're looking for droppings. You're looking for eggs, 
You're looking for blood splatter, and you're looking for live bed bugs. Now, I'm going to be realistic with you and tell you the odds of you're finding these in a hotel, even if there were one, virtually non-existent. Your most likely thing that you're going to find if there is a low-level bed bug infestation, I mean low-level, you're much more likely to find a dead husk. It is the one thing more than anything that I found uh, followed very, very closely by fecal matter. You say, what's that look like? Well, I'm going to post some pictures on the Facebook page so you know what you're looking for. Uh, so that way you're not uh, completely at a loss as to what kind of things you're looking for. And bed bugs themselves are very, very small. I mean, really small. Um, more than one could fit on my thumbnail. They're small. Uh, but you do need to know what you're looking at. But that's what you're looking for. Husks, droppings, eggs, blood splatter. And that's on usually on the sheets themselves, but you're probably not going to see them because, hey, your hotel washed the sheets. If you find any kind of blood splatter on your sheets, you need to be calling house calling immediately. Uh, housekeeping immediately, I'm just saying. And of course, you see a live bed bug. Um, step one, stop screaming. Step two, grab your bag. Step three, go down to the desk. Tell them what happened. No, you don't need to be um, a jerk, nor you also have to be completely reasonable. It makes sense that you wouldn't want to stay in the room and call the desk. Go down to the desk. You need to move rooms if you see a live bed bug. Now, where are you looking? All right, so first place, if you can look there, the first place you want to look is the headboard. You're thinking, really? The headboard? Yes. That is the one place, that's where I made my mistake earlier, the most common place, specifically in hotels and motels, where bed bugs are present are in headboards. And you know what? Remember how I told you that hotels and motels have a vested interest in uh, not having bed bugs? You will notice that a lot of hotels and motels no longer have headboards. That's right, especially ones that are removable because they've listened to us and we've told them that because whenever they put bed bug mattress protectors on the beds and things like that and they're doing constant sweeps, the bed bugs would just go and hide behind the, the headboard. It was easy for them. They'd pop right out, boom, down, quick little dinner, off and, uh, you know, had dinner, gonna watch a movie, catch some sleep. So the, the headboard, if you can, not on the outside, you wanna, if at all possible, look behind it. Please be careful about moving any beds. Seriously, number one, they might be bolted to the wall. You don't want to be causing any damage. Number two, they're heavy. You don't want to break, destroy the carpet. You're going to be uh, paying for it. There's a reason they put an incidentals hold on your card. Uh, but if you can look behind the headboard, you want to look behind it. You want to look in the slats. It's very, very important you do that. So that means you're going to have to pull the sheets off a little bit. Generally, you do this at the corners. You don't have to unmake the whole bed. Although most technicians, when doing an inspection, will do exactly that. You don't have to do that. Pull off. And you're looking for the area between, and specifically if they have any kind of a ring or a rim around it with like a fold of uh, a flap of fabric, you wanna check around that. If there is a mattress tag still attached, check around that. Any place that is small like that is a place where they're very, very likely to hide. So you wanna check that out. Next place you wanna look is the luggage holder. Yeah, you know that little thing that's like, a, uh, it's got like an X with straps over the top. Pull that thing out and turn it over. You need to look at the places where the straps meet the wood on the bottom. That's where they can hide. You're not as likely to have them on the luggage holder, but it's possible that's how they get into hotels. Somebody who already has an infection sets them down on the bed, that's the one way, or on the luggage holder, the second way, or worse, the bed and then the luggage holder. Then they're in two places at once. And then that's how they get into your luggage because they got up on the from the bed or into your luggage or they got up from the luggage holder. The truth is they're not as likely to go home with you though if they're in the bed. They're way more likely to go home with you if they're in the luggage holder. That's where you really, really, really need to check. Um, 
is that luggage holder because even if you do get bit by them while you're in the room, they still are not that likely to go home with you if your actual luggage is not in that location. If you suspect you do have bed bugs, again, notify the front desk, but when you're packing up, do it away from the bed. If there's a bed bug scare only. The next place, any sitting chairs. Um, generally not office chairs, though they can be in office chairs, but it usually is a really bad infestation for them to be in office chairs. Really bad. I'm talking about the nice thing in the corner or the thing at least that's supposed to be nice. You want to pull the cushions up and look down beneath those. Um, and again, use your flashlight the whole time. Now, there are places that you don't need to look that a pest control technician would look. And I'm going to give you some examples of those things. What, what would I look at that you don't need to necessarily worry about? Um, first of all, the drawers, if they have any kind of cabinets and drawers, I would check them. You probably don't need to. The odds are good they're not going to be in there. Those are severe infestation sites only. Most hotels aren't going to have a severe infestation site, and we'll talk about that more in a minute. Outlets, we would check that. Uh, baseboards to see if they're coming out of the baseboards and the edges of the carpet. It's normal for us to kind of peel back the edge of the carpet and see if they're down in there, right down in the corner in the crack. You don't need to be doing those things. You say, why? Well, because if you check the other places, the odds are good they don't have a problem. Because this is very, very important. Please listen to the next words I'm about to say. Once you have cleared the room of bed bugs, you have checked the headboard, you have checked the laundry rack, you have checked the mattress, you've looked in these places, you've made sure that uh, the, the sitting chair doesn't have any. You know what you need to do? Allow me to quote Aaron Rodgers of the Packers from a few years ago. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Enjoy the hotel room. Enjoy where you're staying. Feel free to use the luggage rack. Unpack on your bed. It's okay. You know what? Bed bugs are hitchhikers, and if they aren't there now, they won't magically just show up all of a sudden. And this is why, by the way, you don't need to check all those places I was just telling you about. Um, why you don't need to check the bed frame or the drawers or the outlets or the baseboards or the carpet edges. Because those are only for severe infestations. And a hotel or a motel will likely never have the kind of levels that are so bad that will allow them to spread through a wall which is basically what we're talking about. You don't need to worry about those things. Calm down. If you didn't find them at the headboard or the mattress, you didn't find them in the luggage rack, you didn't find them in the sitting chair, you're good. Stop stressing about it. Enjoy your vacation. Like seriously, you don't need to stress out about it. Enjoy. Now, this is important too. What do you do when you go home? If you're concerned, what do you do when you go home? Well, you got three options for when you go home. Option number one, if you got that heated suitcase, use it. Uh, make sure you read all the instructions about if you need to take things out of it. Uh, again, I don't personally have one. I've seen them advertised and uh, you just don't want to inadvertently damage something. So make sure you read that. Option two, this is your most common one. You should unpack in the garage or on the patio if possible. Um, this would be more something I would do, by the way, if you actually found out the room you were staying in had bed bugs, like maybe you didn't find out immediately, but you found out later, uh, unpack in the garage or in the patio if possible. Why? Because you don't stay in those areas. Um, and by the way, if you do sit on your patio a lot, don't, don't do it there. Do it in the garage. Do it someplace you're not going to be staying a lot. That way they'll disperse and run off and not run into your house. Um, load all the clothes into a plastic bag and transport them into the dryer, not the washer. You can wash them if you want to, but the washing is not really the big deal. What you need to do is put them in the dryer on high heat. Why? 
because high heat is the only thing that's going to get the temperatures in that dryer high enough to kill both the adult bed bugs and the eggs. Typically, adult bed bugs die at a rate of somewhere around 104 to 105 degrees Fahrenheit, and the eggs tend to die somewhere in the neighborhood of 115 degrees Fahrenheit. And again, that can be plus or minus a couple degrees, just depending on the uh, particular egg. The high heat from that will do that. Now, your third option, if it is the summer or early fall, you can place your entire suitcase on the back patio. In a plastic bag, if you have one, we'll amp it up, uh, and if it's large enough, and just leave it there in the sun for a, a couple days, three days. The natural heat will kill any bed bugs that are in there. They're cold-blooded, so if the blood gets too hot, they can't function. So those are things that you can do. Lastly, what happens if you find out you do have them in your home? Well, I got bad news for you. Self-treatment generally doesn't work well with bed bugs. There's a chance if you've only got one, you might be able to kill it. But this isn't like ants or like cockroaches. I've had people who've asked me about cockroaches, and I'll give them plenty of ways that they can do it themselves. Same thing with ants. Same thing with spiders. But when people come up to me and tell me they have bed bugs in their home and they say, what should I do? You need to call a professional. You need to get them out there. Yes, it's going to be expensive, but you're also much more likely to get rid of them that way. You don't need to suffer with it. And I know people who have suffered with it. And once they get it, they take hold. It's a big problem. But I'd like to remind you something. It's not that common. Yes, there was a, a big boom in bed bug activity about 10 years ago. It has since died down dramatically. I have taken multiple trips. I've been on cruises. I've been in many hotels, many rental cars. I've been to movie theaters. I have been uh, all those places I told you you can get bed bugs. And you know how many bed bugs I brought home? None. None. And you know what? Sometimes I didn't even bother to do an inspection sometimes. That's right. Not in the hotels. That's mandatory. Believe me, my wife would not let me come home. Even if it were a trip I took without her, I'm not coming home without her checking. Hey, did you did you check? I checked. Believe me, I checked. But I didn't check when I went to the movie theater. Why? Because again, all of these places have a vested interest in making sure that they don't have bed bugs. So what I'm telling you is you don't need to freak out about it. But there are some common sense uh, steps you can take to protect yourself, such as unloading in the uh, bathroom first. Just checking the few hot points that are usual uh, places of concern, such as the headboard and the mattress and the, the luggage rack and the chair. You check those four. You don't find anything, you're probably good to go. Don't worry about it. Enjoy your vacation. Enjoy your trip. And I know most people take trips and it's not a problem. It is the rare, rare exception that brings home a bed bug. So you don't need to, to uh, have a coronary because you're going on a trip. Be calm. Empower yourself with the knowledge you have here. And if you have any questions about it, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to uh, talk to you. Even if you're not here in the state of North Carolina where I'm at, I'll be more than happy to talk to you about bed bugs and what you need to know. Now, I'm about to close out, but before we do that, I want to kind of let you know some things that are coming up here on Love Faith Tacos. We've really been um, keeping things light for a little bit, mainly because we were just in a really heavy uh, subject matter. We were talking about healing and recovering from church hurt. If you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to that series, I'd highly recommend you do it. It's very helpful. Maybe you say, hey, I've never experienced church hurt. Then listen to it to be prepared for it, to be inoculated to it. There are a lot of practical strategies that if you learn them in that series will help you prevent uh, church hurt from becoming a humongous, humongous problem. Uh, but we kind of kept it light for a few episodes just because it was so heavy. We do want to let you know some of what's coming up, though. 
For example, we're going to be starting to introduce more strategies for dealing with anxiety. That's right. Our very first episode was on anxiety. Uh, Specifically, it was frustrations with anxiety in the church setting. And we talked a little bit about one of the um, strategies you could do in that episode. We're going to start hitting some more strategies for dealing with anxiety. And uh, Christians are not exempt from anxiety. Uh, We all can have it. We're humans. Another thing we're going to be talking about coming up soon is uh, nutrition. We're going to be getting some uh, licensed uh, dietitians on, and we're going to be talking about maybe dispelling some myths that are out there. We're going to be talking about why fad diets tend not to work or why they work short term. We're going to be getting some people to help us with that and talk to you about it because, hey, it's important to you. Um, It's important to us. And we are also going to be just kind of talking a little bit about spiritual gifts. Since we were uh, just talking about, you know, the church hurt recovery and finding a new church, Maybe you're wondering, wow, how do I even know how to get involved at the new church in the ministry that I'm, I I don't even know. Um, We're going to be talking about that kind of stuff coming up soon. So uh, thank you for your patience again with my scratchy voice. I hope it doesn't come through, but I paused this recording multiple times to clear my throat. You have no idea. And uh, Nikki's, hopefully her voice will be back with us next week anyway. Um, and so you pray for us that we'll get healed up soon. Again, if you have any questions, please feel free to email us at lovefaithtacos at gmail.com. That's lovefaithtacos at gmail.com. And be sure to check out the Facebook pages. We are going to be posting some pictures soon. Yes, we've been a little bit behind because we've been slammed, but uh, we haven't forgotten about you and we will get back with you as soon as we can. Thanks for joining us today. God bless y'all. Thank you for joining us on Love Faith Tacos. We hope this has been a blessing to you. If it was, we ask that you do three things. Number one, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Number two, please leave us a five-star rating and write a review if you can. And number three, please tell a friend because hope is just too important not to share.